it's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. Hello, welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand-up comedian Josh James. As ever, I'm joined by my right-hand man, Rompers number one, Tyler. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler and uh, Bumhole Muncher, Chrissy White, aka White Boy. What's up, grandson? Good evening, Jamesy. How are you? You good, mate? Really good, mate. You thought I had a truck as a courtesy car out there, mate? I pulled up. I just pictured you driving a truck like. It's just, that's just not you. No, mate, it's not me yeah, at all. Yeah, it made me laugh. I was saying to you, I just remembered like back in the day, my dad bought me a truck when I was at like, 18 and um, nice truck. Yeah, brand new. That was your first car? It was my second car. I just like basically manipulated him into getting me one. And, uh, what was it, Ford? Nissan Navara, uh, all black. You don't remember it? All black. Mate, I think I do. Four door, like in 2006, it was a powerful motor. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah I mean? of course it was. And, um, yeah, got pissed and fucking crashed it. Yeah, mate, crashed my car, didn't I? Yeah. My first car, I fucking wrote off. Yeah, sorry, when, um, Dad. When I uh, fell asleep at the wheel. Did you really? Yeah, fucking pissed. Um, Drifted over into the other side. I was so lucky. I was up at the bottom of this hill, fell asleep. Um, Drifted up the hill, collided with uh, another car head on. Really? And if I weren't at the like going up a hill, oh mate, it's really Yeah, so yeah, bad. yeah. What was everyone all right? Everyone was all right, thank God. And I took my punishment of like the the you know the ban, two year ban. I think it was two fine. year ban. Yeah, two year ban. Jeez. Yeah, man, it was it was not good. And uh, yeah, mate, and um, would never step in foot in a car. Somebody's had a drink now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just wouldn't like. I, I got off. I got off so lucky. Oh, that's man. trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not good. So if you do that. Don't because you know what? Fuck yourself. You're gonna hurt yourself. But what if you fuck other people? What if you hurt someone else, man? Like I just think someone looking down on me that day. I did deserve someone looking down on me at that time, but thank God someone was. Inshallah. Yeah. So um my brother, little brother's got like a fear of even being a passenger in a car. (laughs) Really? He has to drive. Yeah. Because he was involved in a couple car accidents. Like, you know, he younger, oh, okay. Fair enough. driving about. Like, I just thought he's a pussy. No, no, no. Like, I mean, control freak, but even he has to drive. Brother, if me and, me and my brother was getting in a car together and it was my car, I would just walk up and get in the passenger side. Really? Yeah. He likes being controlled, though, what I've noticed from your brother. My little brother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. like he's the guy in charge. Always? Yeah, always. Look. This is what we say in my family, right? There's one set of rules for everyone. Yeah. And then there's another set for Ben. <laughs> I remember when I went to his meat shop when you were still fucking in the madness. Yeah. And I'm like, no, like, Chris is sweet now. I'm like telling, I'm telling his brother that yeah. he's sweet. I'm like, no, no, I'm sure Chris is sweet. No, you got no, mate. He's, he's not. fucking liability. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. He goes, yeah, he's banging trouble. And I'm like, obviously, I didn't want to believe it because you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, if cool, you man. asked me, I was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, no, nah, but he told me he's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, talking shit. I weren't all right. No. I was in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day, you were doing a bit of meat for him or something out the back, and it was like eight in the morning or something silly. Yeah. And he come in, and you had like- All powder around you my You had nose. all powder around your nose. Yeah. And, you were, and he just went, is that powder around your- 
Fucking grow up. No, so it, <laughs> um, did you own? I lied. So he's got these like chalk pens. Yeah. That he writes like specials. And on the side of the boxes that we were sending out, we'd write people's name and where it was going on the side of a box with this white chalk pen. And I, he was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, it must be a bit of this chalk pen, <laughs> this white thing. And he's like, oh, all right. Like, half believed it. And then I come back the next day with all powder around my nose. He's like, what's that chalk pen you can't fucking send me home? <laughs> send me home. Yeah, mate. I've just been like, like you know, like you can't put a chalk pen behind your eggs. It's too big. I yeah, just stick it up my nose. <laughs> You got the little pencil pen behind there and you got the chalk yeah, pen. Yeah, mate, nose. look, the lies I used to tell, mate. mate. You know what? That's the main thing that I was about. Mate, I was just sick of the liars, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate, he's caught up in webs. It was like webs of like lies upon lies. I couldn't remember what I'd said to who. I didn't want to lie. It was just like the, the addiction, mate, the yeah, disease. Mate. Just like yeah. you lie. I would lie when the truth would serve me better. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Default, make up some bullshit. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And uh, yeah, thank God I ain't got to do that. Step Rule number one. Honesty. Honesty. In recovery. Yeah. So, yeah, man, definitely. Uh, it's just made me a bad Don't person. be honest with everyone, though, maybe. Just honest with certain people. No, no. Say? Honesty across the board. Honesty up across the board. Yeah, but not honesty that's going to. Don't be honest to the point of if it's going to hurt someone. Yeah, but the whole point is don't do things that hurt people and then you ain't got to. Yeah, true. Then you can just be honest. It's like true. it all comes back to that. Well, completely I've got, honest. I've got to be honest with you. And I don't know if this is going to get me in trouble because, listen. You know, like you're a proper geezer. You like know, so. you know I'm not, right? So, <laughs> you know, like there's just things that I just like that geezers should know, which I just don't know. And I, fuck knows I didn't know this, right? So I've always leased cars. So my cars, I've had them for a couple of years. They've always been brand new. No problem. Obviously that one out there, the smaller one, I bought. Because okay. like, I need to run around to do all the gigs and uh, I always wanted to have, I mean, it's a Mini Cooper, basically, which is not a geezer car in itself. I feel like it's the the most manly girl's car you can have. I'll let you off of that's a Mini fair. Cooper. I'd say that's fair. But listen, that, that just gives you a, my car sort of represents who I am really a as bit, a yeah. person. Yeah. A Mini Cooper. Yeah. I mean, it's a sport, sport, sport. It's a British classic. Yeah, but it's a sport. Made in Germany. Listen, it's a sporty one. Yeah. I'm banned from buying cars. My old man's like, you ain't buying no more fuck. Every time I buy a car, I just buy duds, mate. Really? Yeah. Proper duds. Yeah, my one's my one's been all right actually, to be fair. I've got it in a place in Hornchurch and they was they was great about it. Um yeah, no, it's been good. And I love I I took, I've always wanted a Mini Cooper. And I'd like to get a retro Mini Cooper one. I mate, used to mate, I always I used to buy a mini magazine when I was a kid. Mate, maybe you know, like what? the old school magazine, the yeah. old school mini. Mate, loved them. I used to watch Italian Job, the original with my yeah, granddad. Yeah. I used to just love them. And like, the, you, I want to get a retro one one day with Union Jack on the top. Blue, Tell you what, blue. tell you what. Why don't we go halves on one and fucking do it up? Let's have it right. It will sit in the garage and we won't fucking touch will. it for 10 years. Of course it will. <laughs> mate, that, that sounds yeah, like one mate, of my uh, mate, I used to love minis. It's proper nice little motor, aren't they? Yeah, they're great. So we used Did to you have, have a, Nah, so my two of my pals bought like banged out ones. They was off the road, like sawn off the road, proper shitters. But one of my pals had like a field at the back of his house and we used to drive the minis about in the field. I think I know who this is. Yeah, yeah, is you do. Footballer? No. Nah. Nah. Or you don't my pal, my richest mate. Oh, yeah. He had the field. Fucking Jody Marsh's ex. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the one. Yeah, man. Fucking, he's lived a life Mate, that boy, he? We used to whip around, yeah, in his field. And then, like, his mum and dad would go out, yeah. And if they was going to be out for, like, two or three hours, yeah, we'd just take it out. Because he lived, like, right out in the sticks. Yeah. Sort of down this way. Morton, he used to live. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. out in the sticks. Yeah. And we'd take it out on the road. So we'd gone around, we're coming around these corners, like, fucking, we was, like, 14. You know what I mean? Joy riding this motor. Yeah. And, um. I ain't from the countryside. Nah, you're straight. Right? So um, I don't know what a rambler is. You know what a rambler is? Ramblers. Oh, the, the people that walk about. People that walk around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right? people that walk, just like walkers. Walkers, ramblers. Walkers, but in the, in, the, in the countryside. I don't know what a fucking rambler well, is. Well, what they call them where you're from is fucking perverts. Weirdos. Weirdos. Busy cunts. Yeah, pedophiles. Exactly. Yeah. That sort of term. I don't know what a rambler is. So yeah. anyway, we're coming around the corner in this mini. Neither of us know how to drive. How old are you? 14, 15. 14. Yeah. So we've... God, how much they buy these cars for then? Oh, mate, it was cheap. Like 300 quid. Like, no tax. No, it was old, old. Like, just about running. Yeah. So anyway, we come around this corner. It's the summer, but there's like a big puddle. So he's hit the puddle. All muddy waters come across the windscreen. Oh, no. He don't know where the windscreen wipers are because we don't know how to fucking drive. Oh, and we no. only ever drive it around in the field, right? Uh, so he's found them, driving along blind, switched it on. The windscreen wipers have done one wipe. He's gone, Ramblers! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, what's a fucking Rambler? Oh, that's a joke. Oh, um, no, no, no. We swerved the Ramblers, oh. went straight back to his gaff, parked it up. We never took it out again, mate. Only in the field. Oh, shit mate, I told my dad that story a few years a uh, few years after. Yeah, he was fucking pissing. Every right. now and then he's like, Ramblers, what's a fucking Rambler? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Fucking hell. Love Naughty that. boys. Naughty boys, mate. Uh, listen, this week we've got to give a shout out. Big, I'll tell you what, in, if you live in where we live, yeah. in Essex. Uh, I mean, it just made me realise how many people around here support West Ham. It's a huge contingent. It's, it's fucking, this is where everyone supports West Ham. I reckon there's more West Ham fans in Essex than and, there are in West Ham. Oh, that's, that's without a doubt. Yeah. They're all, they all support like Man United in West Ham. Yeah, I would of course say. they do. I mean, that's yeah. me, you know, racial stereotyping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Maybe a, Arsenal. I think it's probably an accurate one. Nah, not Arsenal. Really? No, I reckon. Well, listen, West Ham now biggest. Uh, it's a big Asian community. Okay. They're going Man, Man United. Maybe Liverpool. Could be Liverpool. You know, they're not going West. I like I one mean, of them old, like obscure European teams. Let let let's let's be honest with ourselves. If you're an Asian guy from East Ham, West Ham, whatever. Are you going to feel that welcome at a West Ham game? No, you're not. No. You're not. It's just... No. 100%. They're all out here. They was out in force last night. Yeah. Look, I've got to say, fair play. I, I, I watched the whole game. I would actually say there's more West Ham fans in Essex than there are London. Yeah, I reckon there are. I reckon so. Think about a West Ham game, Saturday, match day. You drive through Hornchurch, Upminster... It's just mobbed yeah, with mate. West Ham fans yeah. coming out of Essex, yeah. going into London to watch the mate, game. Mate, but I was I was driving through Brentwood and I was like, I can't believe there was all bunting up, you know, there was like everyone's in their claret and blue. Um and I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I come home, I had an early night. I mean, 
over the back here, I mean, I've got my garden's what, all of like five foot. Yeah. And the garden behind, they love it with England playing and, and they're West Ham fans. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who they are. I just hear their voices. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've got a telly out in the garden. That's oh, one of them. And so I sort of knew what was happening without even watching it because I could hear the cheers and all that. Oh, you didn't watch it? I didn't watch it, mate. Mate, I watched the whole game. And look, I'm not trying to be a hater here and take anything away. You know what I mean? Did they so deserve to win? No. No. Look, look the other team was all, grab. was all over them. It was like, they did, the other team did, what are they called the other team? Fiorentina. Fiorentina. That, I kept thinking Fenerbahce. Do you remember Batashuta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, legendary striker. Fiorentina, right? They played lovely football. They weren't attacking very well. They only had a couple shots on target. But West Ham looked like they was under it most of the game. Mm. But got a handball decision, guaranteed handball, scored a pen, concede straight away. Yeah. Right? Then it comes down to like the, basically the 90th minute. First good bit of attacking play West Ham done. A whole lovely, game. Lovely really? through ball. Bowen sticks it in the in the back of the net. <clears throat> I ain't taking nothing away from massive achievement, but I had to Google what the European conference was. Yeah, listen, it, what I'd say is uh, it's, it is a great competition uh, for West Ham to win. Yeah. That's fucking, that's, that is fantastic. And, you know, uh, that is, I mean, in terms of who you support, Chelsea, are you going to be bothered about winning the conference league? Probably not. No, nah, there'd be a lot of teams. Someone like, for example, I think Villa have got in it this year. They fucking love to perfect win it. from. It's perfect from. Yeah, and actually, that's why it's quite a cool European co uh, competition because it gives. I mean, without upsetting any fucking West Ham fans, but it does. Give, Which is basically impossible to do. But it, it it does give like the teams that are not the like the big top three or top four in each country to like to have a go in Europe and you know like I mean? all the fans over in Prague yeah. loving it. And they was fair enough. It. And look, like I said, I'm not trying to take nothing away, but. No. You gotta get kicked out of two other cups before you get in that one, ain't you? No, no, no. I think no, I think they qualify for this one this year. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was like you get kicked position. out of Champions League, you go into Europa. I think, get kicked out of that, you end up in this one. I don't know, mate. So be well, honest. I tried looking, I mean I tried figuring out what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like I've read about 15 pages and I'm like, I still don't really get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean it was I looked on old Declan Rice's Instagram and he's done yeah, what, I follow a, him. what a player he is. Yeah. I mean, they, they said straight away the next day, they're like, well, he's going to leave. He wants to leave. They'll sell him now because he's just, his value has just gone up. But he would have been a lot of money anyway. But I see on, on the post that he put up with the trophy, he put European champions, right? I saw that. Uh, but he, and there's loads of quotes, but he's limited comments. I reckon because as much as he's getting people going, yeah, fucking go on Declan. He's also probably people getting going. Really? <laughs> European champion? You sure about that one? Yeah. But listen, of of well, European champion of sorts, though, isn't it? Really? Exactly that. And look, like I'm really not trying to be a hater because look, I watched the whole game. I love West Ham. Yeah, I can't not love West Ham. Yeah, you know what I mean. I told you I'm a shit Chelsea fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've probably been to more West Ham games than I have Chelsea games, mate. And do you know what? It's good. Like from you think all of our mates are West Ham, right? Yeah. And for years, they've watched a lot of shit. They've seen them in the championship and all this, and you think. Actually, from that point of view, I'm glad they've had that. They'll remember that forever now. Yeah. The last night. You know what I mean? Bronze statues outside the London Stadium. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's great. Like that it's good to see them like get that get that moment. Yeah, and I was I mean? happy for them. And that listen, West Ham are a funny club, man. Like they just are. Do you see when after I got a guy on Instagram who I follow who's at the after party with the players in a hotel or something and they're all chanting uh 
Bowen's on fire. Addy shagging Danny Dyer. <laughs> and like Fucking David Bowie shouting it. And I'm like, listen, how can you not? Mate, how I've can seen that not that. make you smile? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, brilliant. I've seen Nagizia. He's waiting in the lobby filming. And Moisey comes in first and then all the players come in after. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. just like obviously staying in the same hotel. Mate, yeah. mustard video. Yeah, that. man. Yeah, mate. Great bit of footage. Jack. That's fucking great. And listen, one thing I would say, if your partner or fella, husband, whatever, if he went to Prague, um, I'm sure there was absolutely no debauchery no. going on there. No packets, no brasses. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was trying not to chuck them under the bus. I've been to Prague. Yeah. Right? Brass capital Europe. Really? Mate. Like, nothing like I've ever seen before in my you life. Know our, you know our mate, quite famous. We won't say his name, but quite famous West Ham mate. He was, I, I was like, fucking hell, I bet the brasses got absolutely battered last <laughs> night. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the scenes at like one in the morning, just like all these West Ham fans just in brass? Charged up. There probably weren't enough brasses in Prague. And it was the only night that's ever been true. Yeah. Mate, I swear to God. Mate. We went on football tour to Prague when I was a kid, right? I suppose you were doing like brasses then? 17, 18. And, um, as soon as we got on the bus, so it was like the dads would come and then all the boys, yeah. Geezer walks on the bus, he's like, we got any virgins? Yeah. <laughs> on the football team. <laughs> are there any virgins in the team? How old are you? It's like 17, 18. Right. Who's fucking saying that to you? One of the dads. One of the dads. Like, Have we got any virgins here? Well, right. all the other dads were like, yeah, yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Speak up now. So all the dads club round no. to get this geezer brass so he could lose <laughs> his virginity in Prague. And he done it. Mate, obviously, I wish I could say his name. I can't. He's actually old Bill now, the geezer. Oh, mate. That says a lot about old Bill, doesn't it? And it. So yeah, he done the brass. I had a fucking. Uh, That's fucking I jokes. had a blinder in Prague, mate. Naughty, naughty gaff. When you were 17, 18, yeah. 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 Naughty gaff. Really? Yeah. Did you go out there? Was your dad out there? No. No. Normally my old man would be on the football tour, but he weren't on that one. We used to go to Belgium every year. Oh, mate. That's what was the name joke. of that gaff in So Belgium. as soon as you got on a coach? As soon as we got to, on location in Prague. He just stuck it on you. It was like, come, who's a virgin? He walked out the back like, we got any virgins? And everyone's just like, wee, because oh, there's so, only one. Oh, really? Yeah. And how did he take it? Was he sheepish? Like, did he want no, to He was like, it? fuck it, when and done it. So we're all standing outside the room when he come out after he's like, lost his virginity to this brush here. And we're like, what was he like? What was he like? She's like, yes, it was good. Really? <laughs> yeah. How old was the brass? I don't know, 25. 25? Quite a good little soul. Blimey. I mean, I'm surprised his first time that he... He could perform, you know what I mean? I remember. I doubt he did. I remember being on holiday when I was like 16 and like, oh no, six or 15 maybe. And it nearly happened with this girl. Would have happened, but I was just like, oh, throws up. And I'm like looking at it like, come on, like now's your fucking chance, man. But you're trying to act cool. Yeah. Even though you know you ain't caught. She's cool. like, oh, don't, don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, but I'm really fucking worried about it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just I'm like, going to think about this for the next year. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sort of shouting it like, come on, man. Don't let me down now. Yeah, yeah, But he let me down. Yeah, I've been in that situation many times before, mate. You know, and um, yeah, so I'm quite impressed actually that that guy. I doubt he did. He probably like had a handshake deal with her. Look, they're all outside. When I come out, just tell him I was good. No, no, no. He definitely done it. I mean- I would like to think he did, but that did cross my mind. Yeah, fucking hell. Prague, what is that? Czech Republic? Czech Republic, yeah. Oh, Jesus. What a place to have a cup final as well. Yeah. Because 
Yeah, that uh, square's lively. The only time I hear Prague is like people say, I'm going on a stag do there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, wow, that must be full on there. Why do you think they're going on a stag do there? Oh, because of that, yeah? I mean, it's definitely a factor. One of What I was going to say is one of our very famous mates, a very famous West Ham mates, I was like, I bet the brass has got absolutely battered out there. He was like, well, actually, I know a few boys that uh, visited quite a famous Prague brass house. <laughs> And I was like, oh, really? He goes, yes. Um, so that made me laugh. But apparently you walk in there, yeah? Because I ain't been there, obviously, since I was 18. Apparently you walk in these gaffs and there's like iPads. Oh, really? And you just scroll and it's just got like thumbnails of all the women that work there. Jeez. And there'll be like a... It's legal out there then. It must be. Must be, yeah. And there'll be like, if they're, if they're with someone, it'll be like faded black and like okay. highlighted if they're like wait and then you just like that one. Oh wow like put your card in and then walk in oh wow it's like a, like a self-checkout sort it's, of yeah thing. self-checkout but for like high-end brass <laughs> <laughs> oh mate i, Man, bet, I wonder it? if like you know like you go tesco's and sometimes like it's not working you have to call for assistance yeah. i wonder if <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry can you can you come over here? Um, over that, 18, ID yeah, required. No, sorry. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's not coming up whether she does anal or but not. They've got to put their little code in. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just like, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yeah, away you go, sir. You got any carry bags? Yeah. You got to pay extra for you them. You got to pay extra for <laughs> them, mate. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, wow. That, I mean, that that's fascinating. Yeah. But like I said, uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, if your fella went to Prague, so see West Ham. That he wasn't, no, of course that not. Sort of the course not. definitely so. not. But listen, no, they done, they done well. It must be heartbreaking, though, from like the West Ham fans' point of view of like they've achieved this and they've got a good little team, haven't they? I mean, Declan Rice is an unbelievable player. Yeah, um, you know, and they've got. I mean, the, the stadium's not the best, is it? But it's it's still a big stadium where you know the London Stadium, the London Stadium. I love it. But if they if they could buy that one day, turn that into a you know, the proper, their own ground sort of thing. I mean, I know it's their ground, but like, as in do it the way they want it, you know, build on that. They could maybe build something. So it's, it might be a, a little bit bittersweet for the West Ham fans that next day they're like, right, our best player. I'm pretty sure off. they already know. Well, one thing I would say about, about West Ham fans is I think they're more realistic than say like a Spurs fan. Spurs fan, you know, you say, oh, Harry Kane wants to leave. I think there's still a lot of Spurs fans a bit like, well, I think more of them are coming around to the idea now, but a lot of them are like, why do you want to leave Spurs? Like, yeah. we're building something here. We'll be building something for the last fucking 20 years. Exactly, mate. And it's not happening. I mean, you built a new stadium. Let that geezer out the fucking dungeon. Let him go Real Madrid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stop, stop letting old... So Joe Bellingham's confirmed gone to Madrid. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, mate. Because that, it'll be a real star there. You know what else I thought, yeah? After he's been here a little while, he's going to be fluent in three languages. Oh, you speak German? Of course he can. Well, they're ich, talking about Declan. He's talking about Declan Rice maybe going to Germany, Bayern yeah. Munich. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I think it's good for the England team if we've got players that are playing in other big leagues. I do too. I think that's great. You know, like an Owen Hargreaves situation. Exactly that. And that's why I didn't want Jude Bellingham to come back and play in the Premier League. And I'd love to see Declan Rice go Bayern Munich. I think that would be cool. Like yeah. he could go Arsenal, but I think why would you? You know, like. If he goes Arsenal, I don't think that's a good then he's going to be a villain. 
Well, I don't know. I think the West Ham fans will still love him. I think also... Look, West Ham fans are like that. They do stay loyal. And one thing about West Ham and Arsenal is they both hate Spurs. Yeah. And they'll make up some sort of song about if he goes Arsenal, Declan Rice fucking hates Spurs because he plays for Arsenal West Ham. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. But it would be cool if he went by a Munich. I feel like if there's one club he could go to and get away with it with the West Ham fans, it's probably Arsenal. Probably, well, probably more Chelsea as well, but I don't think they're in a position, are they? Yeah, West Ham hate Chelsea though. Yeah, well, listen, West Ham hate fucking everyone. I'm a really shit Chelsea fan, and I yeah, I like West Ham. Mate, we're both shit football fans, man. Yeah. I can't really say I'm a proper football fan nowadays. I don't no, I, so. I like football, but like we've said before, I, I'm not like tribal. I just it just takes. I ain't Chelsea, mate. It take you ain't <laughs> you are you Chelsea? I'm Chelsea. I'm Chelsea. Ethnicity, Chelsea. <laughs> Religion, um, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, mate, too, just, listen, it's great when you when you win like you did last night West Ham, but week on week takes too much energy and arguments and shit out of you, doesn't it, really? Yeah. I've but got, there you go. I've got golf to play, James. Exactly. I can't be bothered about all that. But I was going to say to you, man, I said to you earlier, how fucking scary are crows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of crows in the garden and I am usually go near a fucking bird and it fucks off. They fly off. And yeah, these crows, crows game. bold as brass, I'm going out there. They just fucking stood there like, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. And then it starts to scare me. Then I'm trying to chuck water at them to get them to go away. And do you know what a flock of 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 crows is called? A murder of crows. A murder of crows. I thought they were scary enough. I Googled that and I was just like, nah, these these little fuckers. I knew that. Terrifying, isn't it? Mate, terrifying. What was your crow story he was going to tell me earlier though? Mate, I'm sitting at a meeting on Monday night. It's my home group, yeah? No, I've got this anonymous meeting. This is like two weeks ago now, just as the geezers are doing the main share. So mm. I organized the shares for that meeting. So I like to get some like good people in. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little variety. Yeah. I do one woman a month. Lovely diversity. Bit of diversity. Love that. You know what I mean? You're and that's so tough. Woke. That's tough going. Woke as fuck. It's tough going because the percentage. <laughs> woke as fuck. <laughs> the percentage of men to women in a fellowship is a huge disparity. It's majority men. Yeah. So getting one woman a, a month is hard work. But I always do I'll tell it. you why you could probably source some um, good female uh, addicts. AA. Prague. Yeah, I bet you fucking could. <laughs> get on yeah, the that's, I- my, that's that crystal meth. Get on the iPad and just go, actually, listen, I'm going to pay you for your time, but I don't want anything in return. Just need you to come and do a meeting in Collier Row. Yeah. Oh, now, this is Basil and Beth. Basil, Basil Vegas. The Pesh Mode territory. Yeah. So anyway, Monday night, Basil and- Starts at eight o'clock if ever you're in trouble in Basel and you fancy a little meeting. Anyway, Geezer's just started to do the main share. We start hearing this. Everyone's like, what the fuck is that? Look up at the window. There's a crow pecking on the window, like proper pecking, yeah? Disturbing this Geezer's share, whatever. Some people are like right on edge where they're early days in recovery. I was just like, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? I just like, zone, zone that out. Concentrate on this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This crow did not fucking stop, right? The whole way through the meeting. Anyway, the following week happens. So, oh no. So then we Google spiritual meaning, because it's a spiritual program. Spiritual meaning of a crow tapping on a window. A crow tapping on a window is often associated with messages or signals from the spirit world or a sign of transformation and change in your life. Oh. Which is all what this fellowship is about, right? Yeah. Next week. Same group of people, different guy sharing. 10 minutes into his share, the crow starts tapping again. Yeah. Ooh. 
this is three weeks in a row now. Halfway through this meeting, this crow turns up and starts tapping on the window. So we're all like, oh, maybe this is like a fucking addict reincarnated, like as a crow who wants to get in through the window. And I don't really believe all that shit, but mad, isn't it? First week, I'm like, I'm a comeback. What's that thing called? Slingshot. Yeah. Bag of marbles. <laughs> I'm going to do that fucking crow for disrupting the meeting. Now everyone's like, no, no, you can't do all that. You know what I mean? But um, fucking mad, that, isn't it? Yeah, I thought you was going to say, like, at the end of the story, it was going to be like, he bowled into the meeting, like a fag out the side of his mouth. And he's like, listen, guys, I'm banging trouble here. <laughs> I'm banging trouble. I've been on a three-day bender in Prague. I've yeah. nine brass. <laughs> crow in a West Ham shirt. <laughs> yeah, the fucking West Ham crow. He comes in, he's just like, oh, fuck, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mad, though. Yeah, mad, mate. Proper mad. You, are you into that? Like, like, do you see some stuff and you think spiritual? Do you sort of take stuff from that? Well, look, before I got into recovery, nah. Now, it's like, I see coincidences mm. as like a like a bit of a message. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm like, are there really any coincidences or did this happen for a reason? And I sort of roll with it a little bit. I'm skeptical, but at the same time, the less skeptical I am, the more I can allow this spiritual stuff into my life. If I try and explain everything, it's like, I could never get clean. There's people like, oh, do you believe in God, right? The whole thing about this stuff is like you have to hand your will and life over to God, right? Or to and a higher I, power. To a higher power. We ain't talking about Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. It's like a power greater than you, yeah? And I met that with resistance because of my upbringing. I ain't been christened, no religion in my house. I met it with resistance in the beginning. I've come to believe just through my experience, yeah, of like, I couldn't do it. Until I said, yeah, I believe and allowed a bit of this stuff into my life, I couldn't stay clean. Yeah. Now I've got two and a half years clean. So yeah. it's like, it's got, it's got to be saying. It's got to be saying. Can't be a coincidence. It's, there's evidence. Well, maybe it is. There's evidence in my life that I couldn't do it on my own. When I allowed, or when I just stopped resisting against it, everything changed. Yeah. So that's where I am with it. This week's episode is sponsored by the one and only Kettle Club. Kettle Club is one of the UK's best luxury watch dealers stocking the finest timepieces in the country. From Rollies to Patiks to Cartier's, if you're thinking of treating yourself or a loved one with something special, then you need to get onto Kettle Club. I know these guys personally, and not only do they run a fantastic business, but they're also genuinely great blokes. I've also bought... Uh, jewellery and watches off them in the past. So they are Josh James certified. Give them a follow on Instagram at kettle underscore club or check out their website, kettleclub.co.uk. You can also visit them in their Liverpool Street store located just next to the Anders Hotel by Liverpool Street Station. Not only do they sell watches, they also buy part exchange and offer a polishing service. Listeners of That Josh James Show can receive 15% off of polishing services when you quote That Josh James Show on your inquiry. So if you want to make that kettle looking brand new again, get onto them. You get 15% off if you're a listener of this podcast. That offer is brand dependent. So guys, go check them out. And a big thanks to Kettle Club for joining the journey, joining the team and for sponsoring the podcast. 
my my uncle he's uh he's a big Catholic, right? Yeah. And uh God bless him. Uncle John. He mm. was on the um on the Christmas episode actually. Oh, okay, yeah. You'd fucking love him. Such character. Yeah. And um he's uh well up until a few years ago, he's like late sixties now. He's an altar server for years. Oh really? On the so yeah, and like proper into it and all that, you know. So what is that role? I don't know what that so, is. So so you've got the priest and then you've got altar servers. Now altar servers are usually like I mean, I, I was an altar server for a bit when I was younger. Right. <laughs> for like for like a month. Right. So you basically put this gown on. Yeah. And you help the priest when he when a bit he's, of Catholic when drip. He, yeah, <laughs> a bit of Catholic drip. <laughs> when he when he gets like the Eucharist, though, when he gets the body and blood of Christ, whatever, and he turns the it, biscuit, the wine. Yeah, the biscuit, the wine, which is the body and blood of Christ. Okay. Um, which you drink and you eat and all that. Yeah. You, you prepare all that. You bring that over. You basically help him out. Right. And then you know. Um, after the, the, the service, um, you basically have to nosh him off. But yes, of no, 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 nothing like that. Well, actually, some altar servers probably gone through that. Yeah. Luckily, my priest was quite So, nice. like, if I've seen in a film, like, altar boy in America. Altar boy. It's yeah. altar server in England. Altar server, altar boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, my uncle's done that for years, right? And uh, he's a real man of, he's a real man of God, you know yeah. what I mean? And proper, the Catholic thing he wears with pride, you know, it's yeah. a big thing. Of, it's probably why I go out on about it a fair bit. Yeah. It's because he is very much like we are Catholic and that yeah. is part of our identity. I'm Catholic. I'm Catholic. <laughs> he's no, he's 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 Catholic. He Spurs <laughs> and he's Celtic. Really? Yeah, he goes to me, he goes, listen, Spurs, you know, that's our that's our London team. You know, that's the team but that we Celtic is Catholic. But he says, he goes, Spurs was the, the team you were brought up to support. He goes, but Celtic that's our culture. That's your religion. That's yeah. He goes. That's our. That's our roots. Yeah. You know what I mean. Which is why I follow Celtics. Yeah, I'm yeah. Celtic. And what about? And that's why you follow the Boston Celtics as well. Well, I bet it is subconsciously. Not, not so much that because, but the, the Catholic thing is really attached to Celtic football club. Yeah. Basically, Celtic started when uh, immigrants come over from Ireland to Glasgow. A uh, basically a priest started the the team right. in a church. And Rangers is the Protestant contingent. Was, yeah, Rangers kicks are, off in Glasgow. By oh, the way, oh mate, it's, uh, it's on another level. It's not just football teams. No, no, it's, it's religion it's, as well. It's, it's um. Yeah, it's, it's religion, which, yeah, mate, it's fucking mad up there. Yeah. But luckily, we don't have none of that sort of sectarian sort of thing down here, really. Yeah. But um, he goes to me, you know, I spoke to him before about God, look, like, you know, like, I've been, I went to Catholic school, five to 16, church, you know, most Sundays, done all my first Holy Communion, all this and that. And quick. still, uh, oh, mate, the, my first Holy Communion was the best day of my life. You get paid. Mate, I've got fucking so much money. <laughs> and then I remember my, my dad's got a mate. Uh, the Oh, I think you know him. Um, well, you might might know him. Um, but anyway, I won't mention his name. But he lives in Spain now. He lives in Marbella. And uh, they used to sell sports gear or something like that. And they bought me these AstroTurfs. It's like one of the best gifts I've ever had. Well, you get gifts and money. You get gifts and money. And oh, shit. Mate, but I had a big bouncy castle in the <laughs> garden. Everyone's there for me. I'm like, I'm like, this is unbelievable. Do you have to nosh a priest? No, I didn't have a nosh a priest. Re really? No, not that time. Okay. But, <laughs> but uh, no, like it was. It, so basically your first old communion is the, the, the first time that you take the the the, ah, the, the okay. wine and uh, and uh, and the bread, which is the body and blood of Christ. Okay, basically. how old? It's a big deal. Um, I think I was like year five. 
Okay. Yeah, there's a picture of me somewhere over there. We're like, I'm like that with the priest. <laughs> it's fucking jokes pick, man. I always think if if one day I got big enough and I had an autobiography, that'd be in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's Joe's got the bowl cut and the Ben Sherman and you know, Yeah, nice. Um, but it was a big deal. I remember going boys' base. I was like, Mum, my mum was like, right, we've got to get you a suit first at Holy Communion. It's a massive deal, man. Yeah. But anyway. Boys' base in Romford. Uh, boys base in Lakeside. Lakeside. Yeah. yeah, it was the one. But anyway, my, I've had a lot of talks with my uncle about that. But what my point was, was I've had all that. And even I'm still like, because I know we've had chats about it before. You're like, oh, you're right on board with God. I'm like, well, no, I always identify as a Catholic. And that's a big part of who I am. But actually, I've I've never been certain that it is true. You know what I mean? It's yeah. the truth. It's like, I would love to say to you now, I 100% have faith. I 100% have faith. But sometimes that faith is really strong. And sometimes I pray quite a bit. Sometimes I lose that faith. And I'm like, this is just a load of bollocks. Why is these sort of things happening if yeah. there is a God? You know, like everyone, because I'm human, you know. But my point was, was, was I was having a chat with my Uncle John. And he made, a, he made a good point. I was like, well, how do you know God's real? He goes, listen, I can't prove to you that God's real. But also, you can't prove to me that he ain't. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, forget all like the Old Testament, which is Adam and Eve and all that sort of stuff of, oh, God made man and woman. I think obviously that is a load of bollocks. Of course it is. And and who knows if the Bible, what said in there, Jesus, they reckon he existed, but who knows if he was the son of Christ or yeah. whatever. But one thing you can't prove that is not wrong is is god there's loads of different interpretations of religion in this world yeah there is but they all pray to one god they've all got different interpretations yeah but they all acknowledge a god and i had i had a good analogy so it's like with faith and spirituality you're all trying to get to the top of the mountain but everyone gets there on a different donkey and i like that sounds about right you know what i mean it's like you got your jews you got your catholics you got your Buddhists, you got your like Muslims, big up your Muslims, inshallah, and they're all <laughs> trying to get up there, yeah. And they've yeah. all just come on a different donkey, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I like that, yeah, no, exactly. What I don't like is when it starts getting heated and it turns into war because yeah, a man. lot of times, I mean, fucking most of the time, wars are fought over religion, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's a fucking liberty, yeah. especially as. In a lot of these like developing countries, especially with a strong Muslim following, mm. it's like eighty percent illiterate. Yeah, so they can't even read the book. Mm. It's all word of mouth, and it turns into Chinese whispers. And by the time you've got it for fourth or fifth hand, you're getting bum information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's that? Fucking Jesus had a pair of roller blades. Yes. That can't be true. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what? <laughs> he went to the roller disco. <laughs> Disco with fucking his 12 disciples. He skated on water. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was what? he ice skating? <laughs> this don't sound right. You know what I mean? He yeah. turned water into Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this this is a thing. Is like, I've been brought up as a Catholic and I've been taught all that. This is how it is, whatever. And I don't know if that's true. And I, I actually think, I think that's probably not true. You know, whatever story that is in the Bible those sort of stories I think is 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 probably not true. And I, what I do would say about the Bible, I think it's a good 
book of principles to live your life by. That's exactly what I was going to say. But one thing I'd say is a God, I do believe in God. I, I happily say that. I do believe in God. I think there is something up there that is greater than us. And I know it's hard to get your head around sometimes because there's some fucking horrible things that happen in this world. Yeah. Some terrible things. But I believe that it's all part of a certain plan. And I believe that this life is, I think, a precursor to, to what comes after. See, that's what I struggle with. Mm. I think this is it. I think you've got to make the most of it while you're here. And I totally agree with that point of view as well. Yeah. You've got to... You got you got to make the most of it while you're here, and you got to appreciate things while you're here. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'm doing a lot of that. We spoke about it last week. Like I've been sending out gratitude lists more lately, just mm. like being grateful for the shit that I've got, mate. Because I very nearly fucking lost it all. You nearly lost it all. I'm in a position now where you're saying like, oh, "I believe in God." I'm in a position where I've got no choice. I have to, because if I don't. I can't continue on in my recovery and it's the best thing that's fucking happened to me. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And not just me, all the people around me. And I wouldn't be here now talking to you if I was still out there on the gear. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, of course you wouldn't. I wouldn't be going home to my Well, actually, my you might you might be here talking to me, but I just wouldn't be able to get a fucking word in the <laughs> edgeways. <laughs> well, the thing is though, Jamesy, right? What I'm going to do is I'm going to set up this property company, right? I'm going to start flipping properties and then I'm going to like make a meal and that and then I'm going to make, start making flats and then, you know, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then... Me and you are getting in a restaurant business. Yeah, then we're gonna get in a restaurant business, and then I'm gonna start managing you for your comedy, and then we're gonna, and then we're gonna be like the new Morecambe and Wise. I'm gonna get up there, and yeah, that's a lot of what it would have been like. And then halfway through, I would have just this bit. Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. Come back to the toilet. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, I mean, mate. listen. I think sometimes, from my personal experience, sometimes just believing there's a higher power or believing there's a God, right? Sometimes when you're stressed out and you're trying to control everything and you're like, oh, like you're trying to figure everything out and you're trying to put life really in your hands. And sometimes when you have to let go and just go, look, whatever, whether you want to say God, whether you want to say a higher power, whatever the plan is for me, I, I just accept. I'm going to go with it and just see what happens. That's it. Go with the flow. And that makes your life so much easier. Of course it that. does. Of course it does. Like just fucking. But listen, it's it easier over, said mate. than done because sometimes, you know, I'm preaching that now. I don't always fucking do that. Of course not. There's some days where I just like, rah, 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 you know. But that's step six and seven. It's like you take your wall back. Oh shit. I've got to hand that back over. You know what I mean? It's constant. It's like, oh, I'm trying to run the show again. Take a step back. Mm. What will be will be. All I can do is keep my side of the street clean. You know what I mean? Be the best version of me I can be. As often as I can possibly. I'll tell you what, he'd be a great guest to get on the podcast. God. God would be great, man. Yeah, it'd be sick. Wonder if we can get him. Well, I'm saying he, it might be it might be transgender. Could be she. Could, could be, be they. She. I reckon it's a they. Maybe even a them. I reckon it's a them. Mate. So there's this guy that comes to the meetings where he's on probation. Is he a they? No, he's a he. He's a he. Yeah, he's a gay. Zah. He's a he. Yeah. So I have to all like I don't have to, but it's good, looks good on his probation. And like, I ain't lying. He comes to the meeting every week. He's engaged. I think he's got like six months clean now. I took him to his first meeting. Right? Oh, good. One of my guys. So anyway, our message, I emailed this lady from Justice, whatever. So and so has been attending the meetings yeah, yeah, regularly. Yeah. He's engaged. He's working with a sponsor, this, that, and the other, right? So she's emailed me back saying, this case has been handed over to someone else. I've added them into the email. Can you message her in future? So I've looked at the email address and it's like so-and-so at justice.gov brackets she 
her close brackets mm. and i'm like people putting the pronouns on the end of the fucking yeah email mate, people now. do that all on the emails yeah 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 you can do it on instagram now by the way put your pronouns just like yeah i mean it's been i mean i'm woke as fuck we know you're that. woke as fuck mate you should be on board with that but it just it disturbed me yeah but maybe it's a sign of things to come i don't know how funny though like i am he he's on probation for money laundering oh is he i'm a convicted money launderer and i'm sending information about <laughs> this guy to the probation to make him look good do you get it do you get anything for being a convicted money launderer no like, as in as in can you open bank accounts and that now? Nah, Mate, everything's absolutely fine. It was oh, like sweet. nothing happened. Look, it was just a stressful 18 months while the court case was yeah, going cool. on. Quite okay. a cool one to have on your record. Yeah, like... Money laundering. Yeah, yeah, You sound like proper It's a non-violent stuff. financial crime. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, someone I know was doing something naughty. They offered me a few quid and I was a gearhead. So I said, yes, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the long and short of it. Yeah, money laundering sounds pretty cool. Don't, don't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've got on your record money don't yeah serious racket you know what i mean <laughs> yeah what was it like it weren't that much money either was it no nah, i think i ended up getting about two and a half grand out of it oh mate. really yeah so it, it weren't sore. even much laundry no, i said like 25 grand into nah, my account it's more for like 10%. hand wash yeah yeah money hand sanitizing <laughs> <laughs> yeah bit of purell oh that's fucking funny man that's fucking funny bro no i can't it's fucking gone man tell you what i just watched gone that new Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary. Oh, did ya? Yeah. Mate, you just, you're just desperate to be hench, bro. Mate. You just need to get on a juice. The first episode is all about him. It's like the athlete portion. That's what it says. Part one, athlete. I'm sitting there watching it. It just made me feel like a fat, lazy slob. Mate, his physique, though, was... Yeah, but mate, he just went after it, mate. Do you need to... Juice. He was 100% on the juice. Oh, he's juicing, yeah. He's, open, he's like, anyone who's in the bodybuilding game is on steroids. Don't yeah. believe anything else. But also what he said was like, I work really hard. It contributes an extra like 5%, 10% of what I'm doing. Of course it But does. yeah, mate, animal. Yeah. Absolute animal. Yeah, and then just like, right, absolutely smashed that. One like Mr. Olympia many times. He's like, oh, I'll let someone else win now. Nah, I'm going to get him films. Smash his films. He's getting 20. 20. And he should have had no right being a film star because the geezer can fucking barely speak Barely English. speak it. This is he what I'm saying. He can't even act. Become the number one film star in Hollywood. He was getting 20, 30 million a film. Was he really number yeah. one? Number one earner as well. Fuck. Then he's like, bored of that. Now I've done that. Next thing. Governor. Gets in politics, mate. Yeah. And then just before he like announces it, or like just before the election, the LA Times, mate, there's this lady on there, yeah? Reporter. And every time she spoke, I wanted to strangle her. Really? I was just like, did it come out about his love child? So that's to, she's this bird's like, then we went and started reporting. And I'm like, so they just went out digging up dirt. I'm just like, she's just a professional grass. Yeah, this yeah, bird. yeah, mate. That's what journalists are, oh, they, really. It really got me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really got me. It's a dirty game, that journalist. So game. it turns out he loves grabbing teas. Mm, of course he does. He grabs a tit. He slaps the bumps. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can. And then it's like, <laughs> it comes out. Yeah. He, he just got like, while he's doing his campaign, he's just straight up. It's like, look, yeah, I've done all that. I was only fucking about just like being playful, whatever. I apologize if I humiliated anyone on with the campaign. Didn't yeah. give a shit. And everyone's like, mate, what a G. Then his missus comes out. Who's a Kennedy, by the way. Wow. Right. He married well. He like literally was from some small town in Austria. Like backwater town, 
Moose said the next town. He was like, I'm be a bodybuilding champion. Moose said the next town wins everything there. Moose said the next town wins everything there. Gets to London, wins everything there. He's like, I'm gonna go to America eventually. Gets to America, like smashes it over there. Marries into like one of the top families in America. The guy's like unbelievable documentary. He went from literally no one said he was gonna do it and done it. And uh, yeah, basically turns out that he's a woman who works in his house for like 20 years. He fucking knocked her out when there was like a 14 year old kid popping about. The missus fucks him off. And um, yeah, mate, now he's like not, he's not with his bird anymore. Really? <laughs> yeah. One of his daughters is married to Chris Pratt. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris Pratt's a fucking G, Yeah, he's mate. a G. Yeah, he's great. So I started Googling them all and it's like, Christine Schwarzenegger Pratt, her name is. Oh, that's sick, man. Yeah. Imagine if your father-in-law was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legit. That would be sick. You know, he owns Planet Hollywood. Does he really? What, the whole thing? Yeah, yeah I was like one, of the, one of the major shareholders yeah, of Planet Hollywood. Yeah, one of the investors. Yeah, yeah mate. He started, you know, Hummer. When Hummer went from like military vehicle into a road car. Yeah. He's behind that. He's making moves, mate. Owns better real estate in America. Yeah. Knocking up hotels and shit. That's fucking mad. Yeah, mate. What about when we went around our mates the other day and uh, his missus, his mum and dad had got a nice place. Lovely drum. And you were like, fucking hell, you've done all right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, yeah, mate. Lovely spot that, isn't it? That would be a touch if you married uh, someone who was just like absolutely cakes, but I couldn't do it, man. Well, look, I know a few people that have like married well. Yeah. Well, married for money. Married. Like, even blokes married for money. Yeah, yeah. one blokes... of my pals, like literally wraps up around his bird. She's so caked. But I went in the opposite direction. Complete opposite direction. I got with my missus and it's like, I come from like right stable family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our family's all over. There's fucking loads of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Loads of them. And um, our old man's just like fucking dead weight. You know what I mean? Ain't even spoke to us for years. Really? Ain't seen his grandson since he was like three months old. Shit, man. Her mum's lovely. She's a hard worker. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, not a lot of readies about, bruv. And um, I think that just sort of affirms the fact that like, mate, I love her. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I want to fucking be the one that provides. You know what I mean? Yeah. But fucking there will be a touch if her old man had a few mil. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be nice. <laughs> be lovely. Yeah. My, uh, I love my missus's family. Yeah, I met them the other night. They're great. Or the other day. They, um, they have an England flag on a pole outside their house flying at all times. Really? Are yeah, they yeah. the royalists? They love it, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah they love yeah. it. Like, I get in debates with them. St. George's Day parties. Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they, I get a mum at it because I'm like, you hate Diana. But like, she, she's from Hackney, right? <laughs> like, like proper like working class woman. Yeah. But just like proper Thatcher, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You wouldn't necessarily know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, they, but... And I, you know, I was a you know, I was a Thatcherite. The OSB. The of course he is, man. I walked in his gaff. Thatcher. The first thing you see on the right hand side is a framed portrait of yeah, Winston yeah, yeah. Churchill. Yeah. Next to it, Maggie Thatcher. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out the OSB. Uh, let me see if I've got this thing. A bit, bit of an interesting thing. I but think he likes his history in that. I, OSB. Even, I even went to him. I'm like Maggie Thatcher. Yeah, he went. She's one of the best things that ever happened in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that he's got Churchill all about, like, all the dotted yeah. about his, his gaff and that. How about us back and forth trying to design this OSB tee that, that, this week? Oh, that mate. was funny, isn't it? Yeah, man. That's got, <laughs> we're going to get going with that. But listen to, listen to this interesting, uh, listen to this interesting fact about the OSB from one of his sons. Here we go. Mate, 
This is a blinder, right? I was thinking about, I was just thinking about, oh shit, my old man does, he's such a random cunt. <laughs> Probably about a year ago, he started coming into work in the morning going, Oi, where do you boy, what, what countries uh, do you boys think border Afghanistan? And I was like, I don't fucking know, I don't really care either. He went, I know all of it. Went, yeah, and what, how do you know that? Went, I've got world mapping doors. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm bored with evening, I'll get my world map out <laughs> and I'll search and look where different countries and what the capital of each country is. And all. <laughs> I think I'm sure he even got a globe or something as well. He's a fucking weird cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. But to me, I know it all. The OSB, he strikes me with a geezer that loves his history. Yeah. You know what I mean? British history. British history. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he's looking at that map with thinking, right, when we start re rebuilding this British empire, yeah. what are we fucking going for? And get like, the British empire was built on cups of tea. Yeah, it was built on cups of tea. No one likes a cup of tea more than the OSB. Mate, he lives uh, tea and a tea and a B&H gold. Tea, B&H gold, job done. I've never seen him eat. No, no, I don't think he does eat, mate. No, don't eat. I don't think he does eat. And if he does eat, it's, it's only going to be fish and chips. Actually, or saying mash. that, he does love a fillet steak because he taps me up occasionally does after it? sending me But one thing I'll shot. say about the OSB, if I'm in his nick when I'm his age, I'm fucking laughing. Yeah. He's it's because he, all he drinks is tea. Mate, he's got a great, great head of hair on him. Yeah. And he's slim. He's slim. He's in good nick. And do you know he still plays? Like, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't like to... I, he's definitely over 50, isn't he? I don't know if he's over 60 oh, 100%. Yet. He's up near 60. Do you, yeah, but, mate, he's still playing... He's still playing vets. Playing super vets, vets. yeah, yeah. Still playing super vets. So what's vets? super vets? So basically, vets is over 35. I think so, oh, super, super vets, vets goes older. Over 45. Oh, okay, I thought he meant like really good vets. Yeah. And he's still, super vets. And mate, I mean, don't, don't look at his sons. Obviously, none of his sons are very good at football, but... Standard. Mate, the OSB... Yeah, can ball. He can play, mate. I bet, he's that, like I bet that's broke his heart that his boys don't ball. Well, listen, Plum, who we listen to there, he has a go. Yeah. <laughs> Whiff! <laughs> Whiff! <laughs> mate, I remember once we found on Saturday, we did have a keeper. He's like, I'll fucking go and go. And I'm like, you sure? Yeah, I'll fucking give it a go. How many let him? He's giving it to this striker, right? He's giving it to this striker. yeah. He's giving it to him all game. And I'm thinking to him, like, just wind your neck in, man, because you ain't a goalie. He's going to do you. He's going to slot one past you. <laughs> he got through on goal, this geezer. Like, literally, so not, no, he falls to the floor and he literally dribbles round him. <laughs> and then he the gives goal. it as he as he's, like, running off. He gives it to him. He goes, oh, fuck. He didn't know what I was saying. He goes, oh, fuck off, you fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> called him an alien. Really? What the fuck was it? I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Back off, you fucking alien. <laughs> I've um, heard he was very, very vocal on the football pitch. Mate, I'll tell you what, me and him. Yeah, I know, I've heard you was a nightmare. Mate, all. me and him. Cannot, yeah, I have heard that. Me and him cannot play football together on the same team because we, listen, we're the ones in the team that can fight the least. And give it the most. We just love fucking getting in a back and forth. So you know what that is, yeah? Because you can't fight. When you've got a football team around you, you get brave and you say all the things you can't say when you're on your own. Yeah. That's my theory anyway. No, do you, do you know what it is? Because when I played other sports like rugby and that's that sort of thing. Yeah, but you ain't allowed to give it a rugby. 
Yeah, no, do you know what it is, mate? When it comes to football and playing football, I, lo- I-, I like that little bit of... Yeah. I just like that battle, like that verbal battle. Yeah, that, and, it does turn you into a bit of a prick when you play football. Yeah, man, I've turned to a massive fucking yeah. arsehole when I play. That's why I, that's must, why I, I will playing, say, really. like, growing up around my old man who loved his rugby, it's a very respectful game. No one talks back to the ref. What he says goes. And my old man being a rugby fan and watching football, he's like... Just book him. Just fucking send him on. So he's fucking book him. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I sort of agree with it. You know when players are all getting around the ref? Yeah. He's a gift decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't going to go back on his word. Yeah. Just shut up. Yeah, yeah. I, but, oh, you didn't see it? All the West Ham fans throwing cups on the pitch. Oh, yeah, they've done the guy that the, in the Back head. of the geezer's head. Mate, Someone threw a vape. An elf bar. Oh, really? I think it was a, judging by the colour, I think it was a pink grapefruit. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. The ref was holding it. I'm like, has the ref got a fucking elf bar? Really? He's obviously picked it up off the pitch. Yeah, mate. Probably a load of claret spilling down his Mate, listen, you, if you've got a game in the evening and you've got a load of West Ham fans drinking since 10 in the morning, what do you expect, man? Yeah. But look, Declan Rice goes over. He's, I hear him going, he's like, I'll tell him, I'll tell him. Like, he goes he over and he's like, boy, and after after Declan went over and quieted the fans down, no more cups got thrown. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got some clout. Hasn't he? Yeah, he's got some clout, mate. He's a legend yeah, over there. He's got some serious clout. I'll take them rice. Um, but yeah, there we go. What are you up to uh, over the weekend, mate? I got a round of golf Sunday. Oh, just quickly. Go on. So I went and played, I told you before, I went and played golf with the uh, our criminal pal on Tuesday. The criminal, yeah. It was his first round of golf. He's been having a few lessons. I went over to a Cranham golf course. And look, as far as golf courses go, it's quite an easy one. It's wide open. It's a par 67 instead of a normal, it'll be 72. Yeah. I've been trying to break 90. That's my goal. Break 90. I just break 100. I've done that. Then it's break 90. Best I've shot is 90. I went over Cranham and shot 80. Well done, mate. Like career round of golf. Well done. I was so buzzing. So look, I'm playing on Sunday. I've got a lot to live up to. Confidence is running higher. Hopefully I can keep this streak going mm. because uh, I can't tell you how fucking buzzing I was. Mate. I bet you was. I love how you told me the criminal the first round of golf you ever played. Yeah. And he had like the proper pro four pound pro, golf. Pro course. V1s, four quid a pop, long- sprayed about 12 of them in the 12 bushes. Of them. He's just done like- Two in the lake. Yeah, he's just done over 50 quid worth of- But yeah. the thing is with him, say he lost, half lost one, he ain't going looking for it. That's like exactly what He'd happened. Go, I'll just buy some more. He hit one, it weren't even lost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just too far away to go get <laughs> <laughs> this is on the other fairway yeah. he's like oh, I'll put another one down I'll just buy some more but you know what yeah he done well he's chipping and that round the greens is sweet I was talking through it teaching him a bit about the etiquette get this mate I completely forgot to tell you halfway round he needs a shit yeah so we get to the ninth <laughs> pole we're back at the clubhouse I'm like go on then mate go and do your turnout so just behind us was a, a one ball geezer on his own right. so we've gone up to the clubhouse I've got like a little um, granola bar bottle of water as we've walked back out onto the to the tenth, the guy who was behind us is now just gone. So we've just swapped places, right? You do that a lot. You let a you let a one ball go through if they're if he's playing faster than you, no problem. There's a free ball behind him, right? Mm. We're walking up to the tee. This geezer comes over to the tee on smoke. Yeah. What with what with the criminal there? Both of us walking oh, up to the tee. Mate, that's not a good idea, is it? Right. But this is the thing. He don't know the rules and like the. The nuances no, no, of no. the game, right? So he don't I, know the criminal. This ge- he don't, but this ge- he's got the wrong one, right? So as he's walking over, he's like, starts piping. He's like, oh, 
we're playing our good pay. You're going to fuck it up. We're like, you what, mate? And he's walking over. What are you saying? What's he saying? And I'm like, because he don't know the rules. So anyway, yeah. this geezer comes over and I'm like, mate, we was in front of him. We've let him play through. And he's like, oh, oh, sorry. So, sorry, mate. And I'm like, gone up to take my drive. Now I'm heated. Yeah. I'm pumped full of adrenaline. Yeah. I'm just about to take a t-shirt in front of these geezers. <laughs> I've fucking sliced it on the other fairway. Right? <laughs> I've turned around to the criminal, looked at half, looked at them. I'm like, these cunts have just spun my nut. Yeah. <laughs> then we just walk off, continue playing the game. Right. He don't know what's happening. Like, and I'm like, trying to explain to him. What's to the criminal? And he's like, what's yeah, to the criminal what's happened. And he's like, oh, mate, I feel like we got to wrap this geezer up and me in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, because he don't know. You know what I mean? And I'm like, look, it's fine. I'm like, he's shook now. Don't worry. Mate, yeah, he's shook. Man. So about three or four holes down, right? This same geezer has stuck one on our fairway after we've taken our T-shots. And he's now got to walk over as we're walking up and take his shot, right? The geezer was a player. Right? So yeah. he's obviously, he could tell he was shook. That's why he's got the confidence of talking exactly, to you like that on the right? golf but course. But look, you don't talk like that on the golf course. You know what I mean? If he had his wits about him, he would have known that we've basically just swapped places with this geezer. Absolutely nothing and, wrong and with it. And also wrong, wrong he, people to do that He literally too. went, he's got the wrong one, and he? What <laughs> 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 the criminal said that. <laughs> he's got the wrong one. <laughs> So anyway, he's uh, had to come over, right? It's a par three. So he's missed the he's missed the green to the right. We're walking up the other fairway. I think we're now on like 14 or 15. He shit himself, did he? You could see he was shitting himself. He stepped up, no practice swing. He stuck this golf ball within about three feet of the flag. Like absolute really? world-class shot. I'm like, oh, at least he's a player. And then he's like, picked up his clubs and quickly walked off. Geezer had glasses and that. Uh, like, Geezer's taking liberty. Like, yeah, man. He was close. Like, I'm, should I'm we in, wait? I'm, I'm impressed that the criminal were... Look, Swallowed it. To if we if we play again and he knows the rules, the, the geezer was banging. He had a touch that he didn't know what was happening because, uh, yeah, it could have ended really bad for him, mate. Yeah, could have. Uh, I mean, like, uh, I mean, the criminal. He's he's worked with golf clubs before, but not usually hitting balls. Exactly that. He normally you know? swings them horizontally. Yeah. So, and on that note, we've come to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for listening as ever, guys. Do me a favor. Listen. Tell your friends, tell your family all about this podcast because uh, you being our biggest voices out there is, is is so much better for us than any sort of marketing or advertising we could pay for. Um, and make sure to rate us five stars on Spotify, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're very close to a big announcement. Um, so just bear with us, guys. I know I've been teasing it for a while, but we're almost there. Really and close. We're really close. And it's such good news. Oh, it's such great news, man. Yeah. And I'm fucking buzzing, mate. The next level. The next level. And it's like mad that, which is great. That what? Listen, it's a great origin story that it started in my garage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we go on from there. Yeah. Um, so on that note, we'll see you all next week. Goodbye.